0: You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor noonanorg Now, let's join in for today's message. five in verse 7 he says to an entire church you ran well you ran well who hindered you from obeying the truth? this persuasion or this influence, does not come from him. Notice the "him" is capitalized. He is referring to the Lord Jesus. This persuasion or this influence does not come from him who calls you. Remember now, they have been running well, but now the apostle Paul knows that, and we're going to find out in a little bit, uh, well, we already found out. He said, who hindered you? So it was a person who was hindering an entire church from obeying the truth or continuing to run well. And then he tells them that this persuasion does not come from him who calls you. In other words, God does not have anything to do with how y'all are now becoming Disobedient after having been obedient. Y'all bear with me today. He said in verse nine, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. But, but this is what I really want us to understand. He said, I have confidence in you. Notice the apostle Paul was a man of faith and even though they were not behaving the way he desired for them to, or they were not trusting God the way he wanted them to trust him, Paul hasn't given up on them. He hasn't given up on them. How do you know, Pastor? Because he says, I have confidence in you, in the Lord. And so notice that Paul's confidence in the saints is in the Lord, or his confidence that they will do what is right, is according to his faith. Do y'all see that? I need y'all to see it now. I have confidence in you in the Lord. And so it has to do with Paul's faith. Again, he has not thrown them away, but he has confidence, uh, again, notice this, that you will have no other mind. I have confidence in you in the Lord that you will have No other mind, but he who troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever he is. See, Paul says, whoever he or she is, he, can I break it down? Be contrary with it. God gonna get him. God gonna get him for bothering y'all. He gonna get him for having a negative influence on you all. Now, now notice, he is in no way saying that everything is that person's fault. Because no matter what a person tries to get you to do, you still a free moral agent. You don't have to go along. Am I right about it? But notice that Paul says, I have confidence in you in the Lord that you will have, y'all got to really catch this, no other mind. Now, Paul was the same one who wrote to the church in Philippians 2 and 5. And Paul said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And so notice he said, you ran well. You ran well. Now, in running well, I want you all to receive that they had the mind of Christ. Because a Christian cannot run well without having the mind Christ and when Paul spoke, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus to the churches at Philippi, he wasn't limiting that to them. But Paul wanted every Christian to take upon them the mind of Christ. And so, notice again, you ran well, so they had the mind of Christ, but then now something is happening. That's causing them not to obey the truth. Are y'all with me? And when Paul shows his confidence that they can bounce back from this, because he's speaking as if the people are still in the church, but it's just some stuff going on in their mind. Come on, y'all. How many know sometimes we come to church, but, but, but it doesn't take away the fact that something's going on in our, in our mind. Come on. Many of you come to church sometime and people don't even know it because of how sharp you are, how good you look, but there's a whole lot going on in your your mind. And so Paul discerns that the same is happening to them. But he said, I have confidence in you, Lord, that you will have no other mind. You ran well. Y'all had the mind of Christ. But now I'm praying that you will have no other mind. And so based upon that, notice that they had stopped obeying the truth. And so my subject this morning is, don't change your mind. Don't change your mind. Don't change your mind. And let's give God a praise for our subject on this morning. Don't change your mind. Look at a neighbor and tell your neighbor, the subject this morning, don't change your mind. Look at one more person and tell him or her, some something you have to be absolutely sure about to the point to where you're not going to change. Finish it. Amen. Let's give him one more praise. Don't change your mind. Y'all let me work with this because some of us, we are we're always changing our minds. And sometimes that can be a good thing, but then sometimes that can be the worst thing. Again, when Paul says to them, you ran well. Again, I'm establishing that they had the mind of Christ. But I also want to give you three other things that Paul was saying to them as he paid them a great compliment. He acknowledged that there was a time when they were running well or doing what they were supposed to do. And that's how, that's how I feel when I look at some people that, 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 that I can remember a time when they ran well. Come on. I can remember a time as the old saints would say when they was on fire for the Lord. But now something or somebody has cooled them off. Number one, when Paul said you ran well, he was saying to the church that there was a time where you was being progressive. You were progressing in the Lord. And, and don't slip on that because every one of us, if we have our minds in the right place, we all should progress in the Lord. Come on, somebody. I said we all should progress in the Lord. Does it matter if 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 you did not grow up in the church? Once you really get settled, you should start progressing in the things of God. That's how some of us did. Some of us grew up in the church, but then there was a time that we backslid or we left the church and we stayed gone for years. But once we came back. And put our all into it, people could tell immediately that we had began to progress. That, that's my story right there. Once I got saved and my mind was truly made up, there was no turning back, people could look at me and see that he is a different man. Oh, somebody ought to give me a praise. I said, they could look at me and see that I was a different man, but I better back up. I was a better man. I wonder, could people look at you and tell that you were a better person once you got in the church? And and I need to add this, and got serious. Because a whole lot of folk will come to church, but yet they are not serious about church. You're not going to get out of church what God wants you to get out of it until you get serious about it. See, if the only reason you're coming is to show off your clothes, you could have did that at public. But if you're going to come to church, why not get serious? Why y'all look like that when I say public? There are people that go to grocery store to show off. The grocery store can be a meet and greet place. Number two, it said about them that they were moving forward. You ran well. You've never seen anyone from a natural standpoint be involved in a track meet. And when that gun sounds, that individual starts running backwards. You've never seen that. Now, we we don't see some slow folk. Come on, y'all. So said, we don't see some slow people out there on the track to the point to where you wonder, like, why did they put them out there like that? Come on. Can I be honest? Yours truly was done like that. Yeah, they asked me to run track in high school. I said, man, I'll do it. And, and everybody knew I was slow. And they put me on the first leg at a track meet at Georgia Tech. When I looked at the guys on my right and my left, their calves, their thighs. I knew this wasn't going to end well. Come on. Nobody else knew it like I knew it that we would have no chance of winning this relay. Primarily because of yours truly. Too slow. But I got the picture after that day and quit. I let it go. Well, Pastor, they say you shouldn't quit. Now, some things you need to give up. I helped the entire team by backing out. They instantly got fast when I said, I'm done. Because they primarily had me on there because of how good I was in basketball. But that wasn't basketball. That was track. And so understand that, again, Paul was saying to them, You ran well or you were moving forward. And there's really no way to move forward according even to what Paul said to the Philippian church without letting things go. You remember what Paul said? I'm forgetting those things which are behind. And he said, I'm reaching forward. To those things which are before me. The only way you can move forward is that you must let some things in your past be the past. So that you can move forward. Come on, yeah, somebody ought to give him a prayer. Because the only reason you're moving forward right now is that you finally learn for yourself that there are some things, there are some people that I must leave in the wind or in the past. I have to let some things go. Now, because some of you haven't did that, that's what's hindering you from truly moving forward. Because there are some things that did not work out. But when you start moving forward in God, it's amazing how the Lord will will all of a sudden allow you to know that I'm not finished with what happened. But I need you to let that go and be about doing this. And it's amazing when you start moving forward how things that you thought were said and done, God starts bringing good out of things. Things that happened in your past, once you got it out of your mind, you gave it to God. Come on, somebody. He started causing things to happen. But it didn't happen, listen to me, until you started moving forward. Because truth be told, there are some things we can't work out anyway that has happened in the past the best thing to do sometimes is just keep moving forward. Am I preaching anybody? And don't look back. One of the shortest scriptures in the Bible is when Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Three words. Remember Lot's wife. What did Jesus want us to remember about Lot's wife? That she looked back and became a pillar of See, there are times it's not good to look back, but you must keep moving forward. There's somebody rainbow right there. You just gotta keep moving forward. Even if you're not moving at the speed you desire, just keep moving forward. Who am I preaching to? Just keep Moving forward. Folks are laughing at you. Just keep moving forward. They're listening to what you're saying. And they're saying it's not going to happen. Just keep moving forward. You got to be a Joseph. You told them your dream. They hated on you. They got mad at you. They tried to kill you. But just keep moving forward. That is a word for somebody. You have to keep moving forward. It also has to do with they were changing for the better. Anytime you're running well, again, it says about you that you're changing for the better. You ran well. Y'all were changing for the better. It was noticeable. Listen to me saying, just like it's noticeable, when a person changes for the worse, come on, how I many I can notice that? How I many can notice when people change for the worse? Is it something you can hear? Yes. Is it something you can see? Yes. You can look at people's choices and determine whether or not they're changing for the better or the worse. Pastor, don't know everything. No, I don't know everything, because pastor is not God. But when I see your choices, I know you're doing something that's going to cause worse to happen. I know that much about where I, because of where I come from. How many haven't forgot where you come from? And you can see people making those same dumb choices that you made, and so you know where they're where they're headed. Well, my parents said, you can see your children doing certain dumb stuff that you did. You try to warn them. Well, mama, you just always got something to say. Look, mama trying to help you. She made that same dumb mistake, wasted four years, trying to make a man grow up and be a man. Now she's looking at you. You're doing the same thing. But listen to me as I move forward. But there are times that we can also see when people are changing for the better. This is what's sad. sometime about some church folk. Is that they don't mind letting you know when they see or hear you changing for the worse, but they are mouth quiet when they see or hear that you're changing for the better. Come on, y'all. Just like you're quick to let somebody know when they missed it, you also have to learn to be quick to let somebody know when they got it right. Oh, that's a good word for somebody. Well, Pastor, I could just spot the wrong. Yeah, but if you're good at spotting the wrong, you also need to be good at spotting what's right. That is a word for some of us. You need to change. Because if you are that keen or have that keen of an eye for what's not right, you also need that same keen eye. I mean, for what's wrong, as it is for what is right. And you would be surprised how it encourages a person, especially when it comes from, from you, that, hey, I see you're improving. I noticed we talked a couple of months ago, and I've been seeing that you've been putting into action what we talked about. Oh, you're looking good. Come on, y'all. When you know somebody working out and working hard, come on, won't you let you know they done they done let you know? Look, man, I'm getting, I'm getting out there, I'm Won't you just let them know? Ooh, hey, you you looking good? Oh, see, I lost most of. Y'all know how that that'll do something for you sometimes. When somebody just come on say, "Oh, I see, you still sticking with it?" Man, it make you want to get back on that treadmill again and just man, just beat your all time best. Come on, y'all. That beats you working your tail off. And then somebody comes and oh, you must quit working out. It's like telling a woman she's pregnant and she's not. You know, that's not going to go good. I didn't know when you when I you do. Mm. Don't y'all brothers just get, just get too quiet. Cause there are some men that got children thinking, I thought a man couldn't get pregnant. <laughs> but mama, he pregnant. No, stop. He ain't pregnant. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Well, go back and listen to it again. I said it. Finally, <laughs> don't act like you ain't never seen no man in that type condition. Finally, it has to do with you ran well. Listen to me. You were thinking, you were talking, and you were doing what's right. You were running well. You were thinking, you were talking, and you were doing right. Isn't that a blessing? How is your life not going to change for the better if you're thinking, talking, and doing what's right? Come on. It's, it's, it's just a matter of time. If you keep thinking, talking, and doing right things going to change far the better oh God he! I feel the Holy Ghost let me know I got to preach that a little bit hard if you just keep thinking talking and doing right better is coming that's a guarantee if you keep thinking talking and doing right better coming I said better coming in every aspect of life, better coming. I don't care how you look at it. If you keep thinking, talking, and doing right, better is coming. I need to break that down for somebody. You're going to drive better. you going to wear better. you going to feel better. you going to live in better. You're going to experience better. I thought more folk were gonna get happy. That's reading our pause. That's a prophecy. It's coming. It's coming. Enemy's trying to discourage you. Don't get discouraged. Just keep thinking, talking, and doing better. All right. Come on. You're going to write a check for something. You're going to pay something off. Oh, somebody ain't happy, but I need to sell notice on somebody. Prophecies in this church come to pass. We don't prophesy just to make folks happy. Prophecies in this church come to pass. What did God speak a few months ago? That you're going to be even when it comes to chase, discovery? Capital one. Didn't you hear them testimony stuff getting paid off? Somebody ought to give him a 30-second praise right now because God is about to pay something off. I feel it in my spirit. He's going to empower you. He's going to give you the cash flow. He's going to give you the money to just pay it in full. Why are they getting happy and they ain't happy? Because they know it's so done. So done. Just keep thinking, talking, and doing right. You'll get a better job like that. You can get a promotion like that. You can get more business like that. I got to move on. Be seated. But remember what I said Wednesday night? You're responsible for how you think. You're responsible for how you talk. You and I are a product of our thinking. You're not going any higher than your thoughts. That's the the Holy Ghost is letting us know we just got to keep thinking. I'm trying to move on. Talking and doing right. And this is what they were doing when Paul said, you ran well. But then he asked the question, who hindered you? Notice this. Who hindered You or who did you allow to hinder you? See, we have to be careful. Paul says, who hindered you? Who hindered you from running well? And you see it with some saints. You see it in the church sometimes. Man, she was doing so well on the praise team. Now she don't have time to sing to the glory of God. And you wonder what happened. You wonder what happened. You ran well. Who hindered you? I need to break this down. For our time. You were running well. Who did you start having Bible study with? Yeah, Pastor, you know me and my neighbor, we, 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 we get together and and we study the Bible. But what does your neighbor believe? That might be what's wrong with you. Who you been watching on YouTube? Who you been listening? You ran well. Who did you subscribe to on YouTube? You ran well. What 1-800 number have you been dialing? Who you been calling so that they can tell you your future? When your future is already told in the Bible. Who you calling. See, because sometimes we'll be surprised at who calling certain numbers. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised. And so, you have to ask the question, who been playing? with your mind. See, Paul knew it was a person. He even told the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's 1533, he said, evil company corrupts good habits. Pastor, I can hang around anybody and it won't affect my mind, you. There are certain folk that if you get to hanging with them, more importantly, if you get to listening to them, you will change your mind in reference to the truth. You'll change your mind about what you believe. This is an important word. Parents, we have to be careful when you send your children to college. Come on. I'm not saying every college, but, 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 but we have to really understand that a lot of the colleges are designed to change our children's mind about the things we taught them. I knew I didn't get an amen. I know I'm right about it. I know I'm right. You send your child to school thinking they're going to get their degree in such and such. But little do you know, many professors are atheists. Many of them don't even stay on the curriculum. They're supposed to be teaching because they're too busy trying to change folks' mind about the truth. See, y'all can't see it as good as I see it. There are certain movies, once you watch it, and you have discernment, you know the only reason they made that movie was to change people's mind about the truth. Oh, I'm going to preach it even if y'all get mad. That's the reason we get more and more gay characters in in movies. Hollywood is now limiting them that if you don't have a gay character, they won't produce the movie. What do Hollywood know that some of us don't know? They know the more you see a thing, you get desensitized to it. It never fails. I told Donna, it never fails when we go to Lenox, especially. Lenox ain't the only place. The lineage is a mess. But they got good stuff up there. Let me, let me throw that out there. <laughs> Some good stuff up there now. But she'll often have to like bump me sometime be like, hey, you don't be looking at people like that. I'll be like, God, I just ain't seen that. And, and, and I told her, I said, I don't want to get used to it. Men in high heels, I don't I don't want to get used to that. Fingernail polish. I'm talking about brothers in high. Here, I'm talking about this. Why put gay characters in cartoon? Think about it. They want to change your mind about the truth. What you have learned... They want you to question. But love is love. Love is love. That's what they always say. Love is love. Love is love. Love is love. Love is love. Love is is just love. What's wrong with y'all? Love is love. Love is love. And then, see, so you start saying, huh, maybe love is love. That's the reason you vote how you vote. That's why you vote for who you vote for. They think like that. So you got quiet then. Because, see, in the church, you, you church is filled with people who pray one way and vote another way. See, God said, "Don't change your mind. And see, we, we, we live in a time. I got to talk about this stuff sometime. Well, so many are changing their mind. Look at the Pope, the Pope changing his mind. He know how powerful his position is. He know once he changes his mind. Then it's set in stone that thousands upon thousands must also change their minds. So you see the big split in the United Methodist Church. People changed their mind. And you had certain people who wasn't hearing it. We want to be able to marry a man and a man. We want a gay pastor. We want a homosexual bishop. And now you're seeing the biggest split probably in, in a denominational church in a long time. Why that split took place? Somebody changed their mind. See, y'all, y'all, I'm preaching good because sometimes when, when people change their mind, uh, it can affect relationships. But yeah, I'm bold enough to say if Donna changes her mind about the truth of the Bible, it's going to affect our relationship. I'm not just going to be no wimp, no jelly back, and just follow her and she's getting out of truth. And I'm going to stand bold and ask her, so you change. Your mind its going to create a problem. Created a problem when Carlton Pearson changed his mind about the existence of hell. And started preaching the gospel of inclusion. Which says everybody goes to heaven. Even the devil gets a chance in heaven. How did he change his mind about the truth when the Bible said that the Lord himself will cast Satan into a lake of fire. Come on. That's why we don't pray prayers or we cast Satan I cast you into eternal lake of fire. You can't pray that prayer. You don't have that power. You don't have that authority and Satan knows that you don't have it. He know there's a day and time coming when only one person can do that. But see, when Carlton changed his mind about the truth, people had no choice but to excommunicate him from the real church. He became a heretic. Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't liking me this morning. When Bishop Jakes is asked a simple question. Can the LGBTQ community coexist with the black church? All he had to do was say no way, cause it's sin. It's an abomination. He said, Well, sure, it can coexist. Say those people just have to find the right church that, that fits what they believe. Jake, you liar! You know there is no such church except the satanic church. So you changed your mind about the truth. And right now it's happening, listen, in Pentecostal churches. Folk who have always believed in the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God give the utterance. Now, Pentecostals are changing their mind about the truth. And churches that were once known for being holy are now known for being unholy. And so anything goes on. See, if the Lord keep me good and strong, there are certain things will never happen at this church. Because I don't plan on changing. Oh, y'all can get mad if you want to. I don't plan on changing my mind about the truth. Come on, y'all. Come on, truth is powerful. Truth is powerful. There's a reason God said that a man should not dress as a woman. We are to distinguish a man from a woman. Just a glance. We should be able to know whether that's male or or female. But when you start confusing your seed, and you start making your seed think it's okay to change your mind, you're asking for, you're asking for trouble. See, see, I'm finna move on from this. We have to be careful even with terminology. Because one way folk get you to change your mind is that they get you to start using their terminology. See, that's the reason I gotta get away from gay. I gotta call it a homosexual because gay means happy. They want you to say that's a trans woman, but there's no such thing as a trans woman. That is a man. You're preaching hate. I'm preaching Bible. But see, you living in that time now when you declare what the Word says. Notice, Isaiah. Yeah, I'm going to come in. Yeah, what a Christmas message. <laughs> yeah, a lot of folks are like, wasn't expecting this one Yeah, a lot of folks just say out like, okay. Isaiah 5, we got to understand this. Look at this. Just think about the subject. Don't change your mind. Don't change your mind about the truth. Don't change your mind about the truth. Tithing is right. I don't care who fight it. I say tithing is right. I don't care who fight it. They fighting a losing battle. Because tithing was here before the law. Tithing was doing the law. Tithing was after the law. Abraham was the father of faith. And he gave tithe. Dollar say you ain't got to do it. Well, in saying that, dollar worth about 50 cents. No man is above See, see, we only believe that. Even the Bible said, let every man be a liar. And let God be what? True. Listen, I'm talking about me. If I change my mind about the truth, I hope y'all don't change your mind. I hope you just say, well, I'm going to find the church until Bishop replaces him. Or do something about him. Because Pastor Cochran has changed his mind about the truth. This is where you see people going back doing things that they say God delivered them from. How can you, see that's the dog returning to, to the vomit. That's a sour pig having been washed, returning to what? The mud. But see now they have itching ears and they're going places where people tell them, Hey, ain't nothing wrong with you doing that. Look at Isaiah 5. Oh, I got to come in. Isaiah 5. Woe to those. Isaiah 5.20. My fault. Isaiah 5.20. I'm rolling, y'all. Isaiah 5.20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. See, when you change your mind about the truth, what you once called evil you now call it good. What you once said was a sin, at that same mouth you now say, Well, it's all right. God under He understands. If that was the thinking, I never would have got saved. Because at the time that I got saved, I was heavily convicted. On January the 17th, 1996. Oh, shacking. Sitting in church. Shacking. Three kids. An apartment. Shacking. Words start coming. Words start dealing with my, my heart. You see, I got so far away from the church that I've been taught right, but but, but I start calling evil Good. I, I, I tell folk, me and Don are doing good. Why change something if it ain't broke? That, that was my little thing, for Man, when you going to marry that girl? Man, why change? Man, shoot, man, we we doing good. And I like a lot of folk. You yeah, see, when you get married, it changes stuff, man. All that commitment stuff, man. It, it mess up stuff. We good. And see, that word got me. That word got me. And, and I'm like, y'all don't hear my testimony. That man is up there preaching, and I mean, he, like he's talking right to me. And I wasn't supposed to be there that night. I was headed to a crap game. Pocket full of money. Told my partner to come with me. I said, I got to go by the church. Mama keep inviting me. She's getting on my nerves. Tell my revival. I'm going to pop in here, and I'm going to pop out, and we can just ride on over there with me to the crap game. That word got to come in, y'all. Word got to come in. I was trying to find mama that that Wednesday night. I, I was just looking I'm like, you so dirty. I said, invite me in and tell this man everything I'm doing. But then he kept going deeper. And I knew, I said, I ain't, ain't told mama that. I ain't told mama how I feel about that. Found my little self at the altar. Had an altar call that night, Sister Keisha, before the man of God preached the message. foot was on the altar snotting and crying. He said, it's all right if we do the altar call first. And my little self up there on my knees, begging to be saved. Hold on. Got saved that night. Went home. Walked right in the house and told Don, I just got saved. I said, I gave my life to Jesus. I said, girl, I'm saved now. I said, will you come to church and get saved? I said, because I want you to marry me. I said, will you marry me? She said, yeah, i marry." I said, will you come to church and get saved? She said, yeah, I'll come to church and get saved. What a woman. Come on, what, what, I, I mean, I ain't trying to be funny. What a walk. Know who you love. I, I said, know when you love somebody. What, I, that's the first time I ever said it publicly. What a woman. She come out of traditional Baptist. She knew what I grew up in, strict holiness. I said, you come and get saved. She came that Thursday night. Got saved. We got baptized that Friday night. We got married that Saturday at noon. Why did that happen? Somebody was preaching real conviction. They were still calling wrong, wrong, and right, right. You can't get saved no other way. That's what the enemy wants. He wants to take the power out of the Word. Only way folk can get delivered. Somebody has to declare the word. He said, woe to those who call evil good. And good evil. Who put darkness for light. Light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Don't change your mind about the truth. Look at Matthew 16. I'm coming in. Don't change your mind about the truth. And when you hear the truth, and it hurts, know that God loves you. Oh, I said when you hear the truth and it hurts, it convicts you. Know that God loves you right where you're at. But He wants a better version of you. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew 16. Y'all got to hang in here now. And they reasoned, verse 7, verse 6, Then Jesus said to them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then Jesus said to them, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And of the Sadducees. Notice verse 12 so we can understand what he was saying. Then they understood that he did not tell them, verse 12, to beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Pastor just don't want us listening to no other preachers. That ain't it. Because pastor know you're going to do what you want to do anyhow. But it's my job to warn you Not to listen to the doctrine of some preachers who have changed their mind about the truth. If a preacher changes his mind about the power of the Holy Ghost, what further need is there of me to listen to him? Come on somebody. It ain't going to happen. But y'all in the house, go back to the main verse. Main text, Galatians, Lord have mercy. We close. See, don't change your mind. If your best friend changes her mind, you let that be her. You let that be her. But don't you change your mind. If your spouse change their mind, don't you change your mind. Come on. That's good right there. Because some of us that are married, I'm going to close with it, but there are people who are married who act like they can't think for themselves. So, if so that man backslide. don't you be so desperate to follow him and you know he wrong. you going to love him, love him, but love him knowing that, hey, you wrong, and because you changed your mind, I'm not going to change my mind. Come on, somebody. This is when the Bible says, work out your own soul salvation. Do it with what? Fear and what? Trembling. Notice why that's important. Galatians 5. Oh, Lord, what a word. What a word. You ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who called you. A little leaven leavens the whole what? See, leaven was an agent that was used to cause change in dough. It was used to cause a change and cause dough to rise. What, listen, listen. Beware of the doctrine of the leaven of the Pharisee. What is that? It's folks' teaching. There are certain teachings you can hear, and like leaven, it'll have a profound change on just hearing it. There are men and women who are so powerful with their evil that, that if you just hear them, it'll be almost as if you come up on the veil. I'm, I'm teaching right. That's when you don't go to every church. Well, they them the tent revival up there? Think I'll go. Think not. Who up there? What are they doing? You don't let everybody lay hands on you. You don't let your drunk cousin try, I just want to pray for you if I can. No. You can't. Well, I'm offended then. Be offended. No what them nasty hand been. What I look like letting a preacher lay hands on me, cause he got 10,000 followers, but he also had three girlfriends and a wife and babies out of wedlock in his own church. What do I look like? A holiness man, a holiness preacher striving to live right. No, I'm not perfect. You look at any man or woman, you will see imperfection, but y'all know that I'm striving. Why I want a jack leg to lay his hands on me? Why do I want a pimp in the pulpit to bless me? It's too hard for some of y'all. He's a pimp in the poor. He's pimping saints. Somebody lay hands on you. You need to know that person. The Bible said, know them that labor among you. You ain't being deep because you refuse prayer. You don't know that person like that. I don't know you like that for you to put your hands on me and declare a word over my life. I don't know. Who are you? Lord told me to give you a word. Who are you? Y'all got my permission to stop them. even in this church. Somebody keep coming up. You, I got a word for you. Who are you? Why does God keep giving you all my mail? See that—that's that, what I want to know. Why does? I thought he was omniscient. I thought he knew everything. I thought he was everywhere. At the same time, why God got to give you all my mail? <laughs> Did y'all see it? A little leaven. is the whole one. But Paul said, I have confidence in you. Look at somebody say, no matter where you are today. Pastor preaching preaching. hard Hard. sometimes. Sometimes. Look at me. me. But he has confidence in you. you. See, and I preach so hard. Nothing is more important today to me than preaching the gospel. Can I be honest? I could care less if I get with my family later on. If I ain't done God's will. This comes first. I may get to that. I may not get to that. Come on, somebody. See, some of you sitting up here like, Pastor, we, we 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 got engagement to go to. What engagement is more important? Get your priorities right. You once believed in the importance of church. Don't change your mind about church. I'm in the cold. I don't care how many hypocrites come to church. I'm not going to change my mind about church. Coming to church is a good thing. Well, Let me back up. Coming to the right church is a good thing. I don't care how many hypocrites come up here. I'm not going to stop going to church because of hypocrites. Come on. You got hypocrites on your job while you ain't quit. Hypocrites work at the place that you love to eat. Why you still eat there? Police pull you over. There are some hypocrites. Why you stop for? What am I trying to get you to see? Hypocrites are everywhere. The devil plants or demon plant hypocrites at church for a reason. To keep the people looking at the hypocrite and not the word. Go over to Genesis and we're going to close there. Come on. I'm preaching hard enough today to just go home and be by myself after that. I am. I done gave it everything I had. And that's what I do. That's what I do. I give it everything I got. Y'all hear me? I don't ever shortchange y'all. And I, I I, I hear the same stuff y'all hear. You ain't got to go to church. You ain't got to go to church to go to heaven. If you don't want to go to church, why you want to go to heaven? Ain't going to be nothing in heaven but a bunch of church folk. I don't understand it. When you talk about Paul and Peter just magnify me a million times. That was going to have going on in heaven. Ain't no baseball and basketball in Ain't no bowling in heaven. Yeah, so and so died. Yeah, heaven just got a point guard. You, you crazy. Genesis. And I I, I I mean, I hear all of that. I hear it. But, but I, got, I have to know how to stay focused. And I know folk leave the church. You know, I met with a person a couple years ago. They just changed their mind about the truth and were so nonchalant about it. After having been placed in a major position, I told him, I said, I, I, I said you got no Bible for what you say. And he said, I know I ain't got no Bible, but this is what I feel like I need to do. I just said to myself, okay, so only you here, so she didn't come, so that means she agreeing with you. So, okay, we good. Then I learned not to fight, folk. Folk used to meet with me about stuff like that, man. I just sit there for about so forward, I sit there for about, man, a good hour or two. Had, had something I had to do, but just put it all, just sitting there trying to just, man, come on, come on. Don't think like this. Come on, come on. Just pleading with folk to do the right thing. Shoot, I done got good at it now when I know their mind made up. You going that way? I'm going this way. I talk to Hebrew Israelites. I'm aware of y'all. Y'all going that way? I'm going this way, had a guy called to church. He said, well, me, me and you, y'all, y'all teaching heresy up there. I said, Man, what are you talking about? He beat around the bush for a long time, found out that man, why, why you calling? I ain't got time. I said, What would you want? You got a course? To? Yeah, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. I said, oh, Lord. He said, The white man can't be saved, he's only the blacks and uh, colored folk can be saved. He said, God, Jesus didn't come for the white man. I said, But the Bible said, Whosoever with, he said, Whosoever don't mean whosoever. I said, Bye. <laughs> I gotta go you changing that? I gotta go I'm aware of it and see for black people if you gotta go you can go you can go down and start taking pictures if you want to for black people no for black people black people have been played on for years because of slavery that hurt there are people who take advantage of that hurt y'all hear me? Oh, y'all believe in the white Jesus. First of all, if you read your Bible, you know Jesus wasn't white. But listen, listen. But if he was, I'd follow him. Because he saved me. And we know he a dark-skinned man. Study your Bible. How the world Moses' mama going to have Moses? Pharaoh's daughter picks him up at the river, takes him, hides him in Egypt. How is Moses white hiding in Egypt with all them black folk? Don't you know they'll come right up and say, hey, who child is this? But see, people try to take the truth and make it, Put their racism and their prejudice on it. Black people didn't overcome in order to turn the table on foe and become just as hateful as people who enslaved black people. See, I'm going to stand on the truth. I ain't going to change my mind about the truth. Jesus came to save all men. I ain't going to go there for the sake of time. No, I'm out. So I guess I preach like that too. Yeah, there ain't no Bible study either. Tell us about it, Ain't no Bible study, Wins. So you know our pastor. He's trying to get it in today. <laughs> this is why we're gonna close it. I'm not gonna go there for a the second time. Don't change your mind about the truth. You remember Eve and Adam had received truth. Eve got to talking to the serpent she got to hanging with somebody she had no business hanging with what ended up happening to our sister Eve in the beginning see God was saying in the beginning once you know the truth once you're walking in the truth don't change your mind about the truth Eve had a conversation with the serpent y'all know the story she changed her mind about the truth come on and got deceived cursed You hear me? Curse. She took, when she changed her mind, I'm convinced that the serpent could not get to Adam. Notice, men, when Eve partook of the fruit, no curse came. Just when the enemy fight men. No curse came. As a result of a woman messing up. Now, I'm not belittling you women. But no curse came. The curse didn't come until the man messed up. Because God put the man in authority. Adam could have prayed for Eve. He could have covered Eve. And everything would have been all right. But the serpent knew, if I get the woman, I'll let the woman get the man. And that's been going on for years. She went. And the Bible say he took. And the curse failed. pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.